0: For Naomi Nye, poetry is at once deeply spiritual and fully of this world. As our interview begins, she casually touches a handmade bracelet an admirer has sent her. It's inscribed with a question from one of her poems. What songs travel toward us from far away to deepen our days? I ask her to tell me In what ways poetry is like a bracelet?
1: Well, I think poetry wants to wrap around us, and I think it does um, if we allow it to. There's a sense of um, being held by a poem. When you read a poem you love, uh, it's not as if you're just appreciating it intellectually. It's as if somehow it has wrapped around your spirit or your heart, your, your memory, and it belongs to you in a much more intimate way. I really think we have a need in uh, our lives for that kind of close experience.
0: Naomi Shahab Nye was born in 1952 in St. Louis, Missouri, after her father's Palestinian family lost their home as a result of the 1948 war she says a sense of exile and longing cast a shadow over her girlhood and accounts for her lifelong devotion to social justice. She credits her father and her American mother with teaching her about poetry's power to comfort and awaken. She recalls one childhood poem by Rachel Field.
1: It's called Some People. Isn't it strange some people make you feel so tired inside. Your thoughts begin to shrivel up like leaves, all brown and dried. But when you're with some other ones, it's stranger still to find your thoughts as thick as fireflies, all shiny in your mind. And, you know, for a seven-year-old, that made sense already because I knew, you know, there were dull people and there were glittering voices and people you wanted to be around because of how they spoke, what they talked about. And I remember thinking, I may need that poem in the future, I better memorize it. It was a nice feeling that you could hear a poem, you could think about it, it would help you in your life, it would be your companion.
0: She says a turning point came when, at age 14, she first met her grandmother, a wise and feisty Palestinian matriarch who lived to be 106. Nye reads a verse from her poem, The Words Under the Words, from 19 Varieties of Gazelle, her collection of poems about the Middle East.
1: My grandmother's hands recognize grapes, the damp shine of a goat's new skin. When I was sick, they followed me. I woke from the long fever to find them covering my head like cool prayers.
0: Readers of Nye's work have noted a similarity between poetry and prayer.
1: I do think prayer and poetry are very related because they both invoke guidance and a sense of connection to something larger. They're very focused. You select words slowly and deliberately. Um, There's a sense that by putting words together, Uh, Something might be listening, some larger spirit, force, essence. The silence might be listening. To me, it's always been enough just to know that silence is on the other side of all this chatter.
0: Nye's persona contains apparent contradictions. For example, she is gregarious and curious about others, but also introspective and craves the solace of solitude. She offers advice to those of like mind in her poem, The Art of Disappearing.
1: If they say, we should get together, say, why? It's not that you don't love them anymore. You're trying to remember something too important to forget. Trees, the monastery bell at twilight. Tell them you have a new project. It will never be finished. When someone recognizes you in a grocery store, Nod briefly and become a cabbage. When someone you haven't seen in ten years appears at the door, don't start singing him all your new songs. You will never catch up. Walk around feeling like a leaf. Know you could tumble any second. Then decide what to do with your time. And by the way, that poem has made some people mad because they have thought it was a rude poem. However, it's also made some young readers like of the middle school age really talk to me about time. Well, how do you